dude, I'm, it, no, actually, they intermingled. They intermingled so many bullshit narratives. Here's what's crazy, <laughs> dude. But what's crazy is the media is so like messed up on their. They're so high on their own supply right now that they literally are confusing. Even just you and I are paying really close attention to the narrative, and it's so discombobulated and all over the place and intertwined that it doesn't make any sense. Even when you try to analyze it now, you're like, "What am I even looking at? What am I? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, what am I reading?" It's weird. Right. I don't know. I, I think that's why we start talking about Ukraine, then we have a whole segment on racism, and then, you know, but, and then we like go Ukraine into COVID, to ev- racism yeah, again. Ukraine led to everything. It leads to everything. Or you know it's covering I mean? it all up. Maybe I, that's what it is. And yeah. I think that's what's so weird about it is we want to focus on the other more important things that are actually happening around us here at home even, like the border or the Clinton spy situation, which they buried like ten feet under the ground. You oh know my god, I mean? that didn't even exist, dude! How did that? Like, oh wow, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, and like, <clears throat> I I feel like there's just so much actual news happening, but nobody's talking about it. And this Ukraine thing, in just such a bizarre way, it has just consumed the media and social media, and even the people who were obsessed with. You know, uh, what's it? Uh, the people who are obsessed with COVID and all this stuff, and now they're obsessed with Ukraine. They talk about Ukraine all the time, like their vaccination status. You know, that used to be a topic for them, and now it's it's Ukraine. And I just like I can't get it out of my head how okay, there's a brainwashing happening here, uh, and then like everything we try to talk about, it, it, it's somehow you related to Ukraine. What the hell's going on here? <laughs> you know? Yeah, there's no way to get away from yeah. There's no, there's no way to just pick one path. You know what I mean? It kind of makes me think that that's why there's a big lie going on of some sort. I don't know what it is. I feel like... But that's why, that's why that, that, that water story was so good. Dude, I because actually like one, think... Yes, yeah. It was like the one straight path, straight arrow, straight answer. You know, like, and militaristically, okay. politically, geopolitically, makes it sense. makes the most sense. Yeah, it's the most like, logical. Yeah. And, uh, and and it makes sense why they're trying to hide it because it doesn't fit their narrative, you know? Yeah, and w- what have we been talking about? Like, what are they trying to hide? What is it, you know? And uh, I feel like what they're trying to hide, so I think it's twofold, but I feel like the, mil- the media was about to be put on blast, and I think it was this Blaze article that came out, an investigation through that FOIA or whatever, invest- Freedom uh, request, of Information. Freedom of Information Act request. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. It's time for On the Docket. The news with the dudes. Where basically the Biden administration paid off all the major news media. Literally everyone. Uh, we're talking to, to spread to spread not misinformation just their information you know what i mean it's so crazy dude dude yeah they paid C- they paid cnn msnbc and fox news to not talk about side effects with the vaccine and to promote getting vaccinated that's the biggest one in my opinion it was all those commercials all the advertisements online Every I'm not I'm not kidding. I watch a lot of sports on TV, dude. It was all vaccine commercials for a year. It was crazy. Yeah, that's all it was, man. How about fucking Stephen Colbert dancing with the fucking vaccine? The dude. vaccine? Oh, dancing with that Come old lady? On, dude. Oh my god, dude. that's what I'm saying, man. This shit was crazy. It didn't make any sense that everybody agreed on one narrative. You know what I mean? And nobody was arguing with it or anything. Here's what gets, dude. It was too obvious. They're calling out right now in this article the major news organizations. Wait till the news drops that the guys like Stephen Colbert were paid to push this. Dude, you know they were. Dude, they they were advertising Pfizer on there. Brought to you by Pfizer. You know what I mean? Don't tell me they weren't. Do you remember that video I sent you of uh, Jimmy Fallon and Ariana Grande and uh, (laughs) Megan the Stallion? You know, Megan (laughs) you Stallion. uh, And. Do you remember that video? It was them talking about getting their boosters and having the vaccine and all this stuff. Like these people were paid by the government 
to do this. That's, I Millions think, one of, of the dollars. creepiest it's things. so much money. It was part of that fucking great bill they passed that was going to solve all the COVID problems and give everybody money and everything was going to be great. You know who got that money? CNN, MSNBC, <laughs> all, the people, all the rich people that didn't need it. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. Yeah. I to, convince you, to convince you to get a shot that is now killing people. Like, all right, great. I mean, genuinely, like, let's seriously talk in this regard. Do you really believe, as I have been, I, I've been out there, I was one of the first ones out there to say, this thing gives you VADES, vaccine. The VADES, dude, is what's Induced me, uh, yeah. autoimmune deficiency. Um, you know, are we at a point now where we're going to start, are the I told you so's coming? Dude, I think so, because... They're they're trying really hard to cover stuff up, man. There there was there was a little story out of nowhere that came out about the fucking insurance companies in Germany, right? Yeah, it's like just you can't find these these stories that come out; they just disappear, and you can't find them. But some people are starting to say that there's a huge increase in deaths, especially amongst men, twenty to uh, fifty, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. So. You know, you can hide it for so long, but eventually this is coming out. And people are going to be upset, man. People are starting to notice, you know, people are starting to notice all the famous people that didn't die from COVID, but have side effects from your fucking vaccine. (laughs) Seriously, man. I don't care what you say, fucking Jenna Jameson, there's no way that wasn't the vaccine. She was a perfectly fine woman, and then she's paralyzed. Uh, Well... Again, uh, something something covert happened, and uh, Mike, I didn't tell you that this one was coming. I don't know if you saw it in the notes, but this one's for you, buddy. My boy, Alex Jones. <laughs> this is the big new news. The great researchers, thank God they're now fully awake and aren't naive anymore, at the blaze, did something smart. They put in a four-year request concerning federal government spending on propaganda pushing the COVID narrative and and the anti-ivermectin narrative and the pro-vaccine narrative that isn't a vaccine. You can go read the documents for yourself. I spent an hour today reading them, and the government admits they're real. $1 billion was spent in the first year of Biden being in office secretly to buy off thousands of mainstream media outlets, TV stations, networks, newspapers, local TV, there's just one program we know of, $1 billion, and they had to sign an agreement that they would have no anti-vaccine coverage. Wow. Yep. Total fraud. <coughs> not yep. just journalistic malpractice. Not just so it was in there? Oh, yeah. Not just fake news, but criminally taking money to then not let any of your reporters in on the fact that they can't go talk to the guy whose son dies from a heart attack, they can't talk to the doctor. And, and, and then what do you do once you bought up the media, but still, oh, you know, the young scholarship athlete takes the Pfizer shot, has a heart attack. His doctor says it caused a heart attack. Local news picks it up. I guess they didn't get the paid off or whatever. And then <laughs> Yahoo yeah, News right. quotes the UN saying, well, you're not allowed to have that video on the internet because it makes people be vaccine hesitant. We're not saying you're lying, but you're just not allowed to talk about it. So big tech, That's big scary. dinosaur media yeah. being paid, not just that billion dollars, but billions and billions we know of in the U.S. alone to buy, quote, influencers. NFL, NBA. Yeah. Yep. Dude, I remember when they said players. they were doing it and people supported it. Yes. <coughs> fucking crazy. Down those low I remember me and you talking about it when they said they were going to do it. And we were like, how does nobody understand what they just said? They literally just said they're going to give money away to, like, the asshole on YouTube. Right. You know? Yes. I, I, and that's what they did. A billion dollars? Billions, dude. <laughs> billions, man. How, how many lives did you save? Oh, None, because the fucking vaccine didn't even work. No, and it's killing idiots. people. These vaccines are fucking killing people, and they're going to kill people long term. But we still, here we are in 2022, we administered these vaccines about over the course of the last two years, right? Or a year and a half. We have zero idea what the long term effects of these vaccines are, man. 
It's a crime against humanity. YouTubers. And, and, that, that, and they, the fact that they were paying... Dude, <laughs> dude they were... They pay- took our money. <laughs> yeah. They took our money... Yep. ...to pay somebody to lie to us... Yes. ...about what we're putting in our... What they're forcing us to put in our bodies. Forcing. And the thing they're forcing you to put in your body, they, again, took your money yep. <laughs> and gave it to a company to yep. make it. And then they say, well, if that company fucked up, too bad. Exactly. Man, this is such a terrible... This is demonic, uh, but, twisted shit, dude. But let's worry about the racism in Ukraine. <laughs> Somebody called Trevor Noah. Tre- Trevor Noah, <laughs> Yeah. No, but I really think that, uh, look, you're not going to vote your way out of this because a lot of uh, um, Republicans have voted for in favor of vaccine mandates. Okay, so like uh, Pfizer has their hands in a lot of pockets and they're on both sides of the aisle. You know, that's the truth. Too powerful, man. They're way too powerful. And look, we're experiencing it in real time here, man. Like, uh, I think a crime against humanity absolutely happened. I really do. And I think that yes. we have absolute yes. evidence that these characters perpetrated this crime. And I actually don't... I wish I could say, man, if we voted in some Republicans, we would hold these people accountable. I don't know if I can confidently say that right now. No. You know? Dude, you know what I, you know what I, I was reading the other day? <clears throat> don't quote me on the percentage, but... They said the Pfizer is so powerful that uh, they only they were only responsible. I think it was I think it was only like ten to twenty percent of the vaccine. Wow! It was actually the BioNTech company that made. Yeah, it. Yeah, right. But just Pfizer just has this marketing machine, and they were able to get their name first, and they that like everybody just calls it the Pfizer vaccine. Wow! Well, that could Isn't haunt that crazy? them. <laughs> could eventually haunt them. Nah. You don't think, I think so? so? I don't think you'll ever get people to believe that. Really? Even if it's true. Yeah. I have um a clip of Dr. Malone. Do you remember him? Yeah. How could I forget? He almost killed Joe Rogan's uh, career. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's discussing the situation with Pfizer, actually. The uh, courts uh, have forced Pfizer and the FDA to comply with the law, which is that... After- By the way, uh, drink a little espresso before you listen to Robert Malone. I highly encourage oh, you to... Yeah, like- <laughs> I just fell asleep there for a second. Yeah. And if Brett Weinstein is there, just you know, get a pillow and call it a nap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't listen while driving or operating heavy equipment. <laughs> And if you bring in Lex Friedman as the interviewer, it's basically an anesthesiologist uh, situation there. Yeah, yeah you, you, you're being put under. I actually think that's how Michael Jackson died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they told him, don't listen every night. It's too much. After licensure is granted, these documents must be made available. Previously, they're considered confidential. And... Remember that, as Naomi's about to discuss, and the truckers are so upset about, we have been forced to take these vaccines, and we have been told that they're fully safe and effective. What this documents is the government has been well aware that they are not fully safe and Mm -hmm. has hidden this information from us. What that really matters for Pfizer is that the indemnification clauses require that Pfizer disclosed known adverse events, and this documentation demonstrates they didn't do so. So a lot of the lawyers are licking their chops over this because Uh. it seems to indicate a break in the veil that may allow legal action basically due to fraud (laughs) and concealment of these risks. Frank, what the fuck just happened? I now love Rand Paul and lawyers. (laughs) You have not been able to have full informed consent, is they've hidden all this information from you. And they've used all of the propaganda and censorship tools, which you're about to cover, uh, and paid media to keep all this information from you and spin it so that you think that the, the left is the right and the up and the down is the up 
and the moon is made of green cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Wow. So basically, and we talked about this several episodes ago, but a major setback for Pfizer and for Fauci and these vaccines and everything was they were denied administering it to uh, kids five years and under, I believe. They were denied the emergency order. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, so which once was very crucial. Yeah. It was crucial because now that opened the door essentially uh, for them to be sued. That's and uh, I, I think I think that's why you're not seeing like Fauci anymore and all these other clowns. Like they, I think they're in trouble actually. Like for real this time, you know. Uh, you think so? Yeah, I think this is the real deal. I I I think quietly the reason we're seeing all this stuff being swept away so quickly is because this news, look, just in this week, right, the news comes out that uh, Pfizer's now pretty much open to lawsuits, and uh, the Biden administration paid off all news organizations all of them. to convince yeah. the public to take these vaccines, which... Which, Frank, that is way more... That is, that is so much more corrupt. That is so much worse for democracy yes. in our nation Absolutely. than anything Trump ever did. <laughs> yeah. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. You just... uh, You shattered the trust in two major institutions. Yep. You know? Yeah. It's a terrible thing what you guys just did. This is is literally... COVID is just going to be a huge black stain on American history. How we acted to it. How we're still reacting to it. This is... Man. Man. (laughs) <laughs> I hope it was worth it. I hope it was worth it. We got Trump out of office. Good job, guys. Good job, guys. I, I really hope everybody's loving it. You know, this is so much better. You know, I mean, I really. You know, oh, yeah. Orange man, bad. Great. Yeah, it's great. Mean tweets, no good. <laughs> so we got rid yeah, of him everything. This, this this fixed everything, right? You got rid of Trump. Uh, yeah, you're the fucking dog that caught the car. You know, you don't know what the fuck to do as it's running <laughs> over your goddamn head. You know? Well, I really think that we're entering really damning territory. And did you see the clip? Uh, and we're rapid firing clips here. I know this, but uh, did I you see? It. I love did it. you see the clip of Walensky this week? Russia, no. Russia, no, Russia. She, she she came out of the hiding place. She crawled out of her hole, and um, uh, she apparently was willing to essentially admit that, you know, they didn't have all the evidence to prove whether or not they were right when they said, hey, these vaccines are totally safe and 100% effective. Are you serious? But they had the optimism, like they were optimistic optimistic oh, that these things well, would good. be. Yeah, that's <laughs> well, So I can't... I can't fault you for being optimistic. <laughs> so okay, here's Walensky. She's going to explain how optimistic they were about these vaccines. Could we have improved? Um, well, you know, I think I can tell you where I was when the CNN feed came that it was 95% effective on um, the vaccine. So many of us wanted to be hopeful. So many of us wanted to say, okay, this is our ticket out right now. We're done. Um, so I think we had perhaps too little caution and too much optimism um, mm. for some good things that came our way. I, I really okay. do. I, I think all of us wanted this to be done. Nobody said waning when, when you know, mm-hmm. oh, this vaccine's going to work. Oh, well, <laughs> maybe it'll work. It'll wear off. <laughs> yeah. Nobody said oh, yeah. the next no, variant Nobody was talking about waning. That's the next variant. Uh, yeah, uh, Rochelle. <laughs> we were just a little too optimistic. I mean, you know, come on. Wow, dude. <clears throat> just too optimistic. <clears throat> That's all it was. I'll tell you what. How about we draw a line somewhere around like, uh, like if you're working at Wendy's and making my cheeseburger, and you don't know, like maybe this guy does want two pieces of lettuce or one. <laughs> Go ahead and be optimistic and just do whatever you want. <laughs> But when you're the fucking hell, when you're the head of whatever the fuck you're the head of, the CDC, and you're making yeah. fucking decisions and locking down people and giving injections, and you're talking about a, something you're about to inject kids with, uh, how about you give me a little science, not a little optimism? You know what I mean? 
Somewhere between those two jobs is the line that, like, optimism doesn't matter. I want science. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> this is where feelings are controlling the narrative, not the science, right? If you're the head of the CDC or you're performing brain surgery, I don't want you to be optimistic. I want you to follow logic <laughs> and science. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? I, I, when dude, you're launching the, yeah, yeah. yeah you don't want dude what is she talking about though she's literally talking about how they were guided by their feelings That's yeah what it. does that even mean That's, what does it even mean you were a little more optimistic what does it, what does that all mean you were more optimistic than cautious what does what? that even what does that mean that i mean seriously no you weren't optimistic it means people paid you yep and you did you, you know yes you're a paid uh. shill and you were literally God. just touting Big Pharma's bullshit lies. And you oh, and, so and CNN that, and Fox News and everyone else were part of the fucking scam. That was, a, that was the fucking person that for fucking two years was telling you you didn't follow the science. And now she's out there. Just, <laughs> you know what? We just followed our feelings too. <laughs> Yo, you fucking cunt. You told me for two years I didn't follow the science. And now you're just going to laugh it off? Like, oh, actually, we didn't follow the science. <laughs> yeah. It turns out you actually were. You, you were right. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, it's infuriating. It's absolutely infuriating. I, and I, the way they just laugh it off. They are the laughing in our the, face. Dude, the lions in Africa, man. Yep. That's what it, they just They just sleep wherever they want. You know what I mean? That bitch is just, yep, I did it, and I'm going to lay down right here. <laughs> Nobody's going to touch me, you know? Yeah, it's incredible. I really am shocked at just how flippant they are now with just like, yeah, uh, <laughs> how many lives did on. you ruin? How many, how many people spent the last days of their lives separated from loved ones, you know? Yeah. Or saying goodbye from behind a glass. Isolated. And all of all of that was for nothing because you guys followed your fucking feelings and nobody followed the actual fucking science. And you guys came out there and you said 900,000 people are dead. And now two years later, you're telling me, oh, okay, well, you know what? It turns out we miscalculated that number. There's no miscalculated. You guys knew what the fuck you were doing. Oh yeah. You knew what you were fucking doing. Absolutely. And don't tell me this fucking optimistic shit bullshit. No, no, no. You fucking... You got paid by Pfizer, and you just said, all right, guys, let's throw it out there. It's going to be fine. And now it's turning out it wasn't as fine as you thought. You know? That's yeah. Un that's unbelievable. And you're standing here now the week that a lot of information is being dumped out through the courts where there's incredible amounts of adverse reactions to this vaccine. <clears throat> people died during the trial period, like a lot of people. Um, she's the she's the same lady who like I think it was last week she said she never told anybody uh, she never said that there should be a vaccine mandate or a <laughs> lockdown or anything she said we don't do any we just make recommendations oh, oh you fucking cunt a year ago you were the fucking science. You know what I mean? Yeah. You were the fucking science, bitch. <laughs> you and your fucking big daddy Fauci over there were fucking King Kong science. You know what I mean? Like They ran the show. I don't know. Those two Burks, that uh, lady fellow, um, you know, Vivek. <laughs> the lady fellow. The, the scientist. Uh, yeah, the Surgeon General. Vivek uh, Murthy. I made him a lady. <laughs> oh no, who? Not our science. Who's the uh, health secretary? Sorry. I'm confusing all my people. We have so many freaks yeah, in this administration. I can't even put them on. They're all mixed up in my head yeah. as one person. And I don't even know who you're making fun of. All of them. Every single one. I'm yeah. sick and tired of these fucking morons. They've screwed up everything. It's the whole reason Putin's attacking everything. They're gonna oh, take dude. Taiwan. It's it's all because we're idiots.
And it's all because of this. Fight. And we're following our. And we're fucking following. We're following our feelings. And we have this we're fucking health person. I, seriously, she's out there admitting, like, "Hey, you know what? Remember when we talked about science for two years? Well, we never were actually following it. It was our feelings. It's it like our gut. What? It's. I can't believe that, dude. You were, you were taken off YouTube, or Twitter, or whatever for for a, disagreeing with these fucking people, and now they're just like, "Yeah, you know what? Yeah, we were wrong." I mean, come on, man. This is unbelievable how far we've come with this COVID. Yeah. And now they just want you to forget about it. Oh, do you know what's trending now on the left is how the right people on the right just can't let COVID go. Really? Yes. Absolutely. Maybe because you tried to get me to lose my fucking job (laughs) if I didn't take your stupid experimental drug. Yeah. Yeah. I can let COVID go. What I can't let go is how easily, easily you guys were willing to turn this nation over to authoritarianism. It, all in the name of your safety. Bingo. You know Bingo. what I mean? Absolutely. I, I That's think- what really scares me. It really scares me when people in my life who I respected my whole life, you know, just f- fell for this, this bullshit that you thought, I mean, come on. It was so obvious from the beginning. So obvious from the beginning. The same people who my whole life, they're like, oh, yeah, you shouldn't trust the government. Don't trust the government. You know? Yeah. They just trusted the government blindly for two years. Took away their freedom. They loved it. Took away their jobs. They still went. You know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yep. It's crazy. And what's worse, the worst part about it is we've groomed an entire generation of youth to be obedient like this. Yeah, that's the worst part. We've ruined society. Oh, yeah. When you, when you see like people now still wearing masks, you're like, holy shit. Not only has it, it it's been proven not to work, it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. And nobody has COVID anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It only, uh, you know, what little the mask works only works if there's COVID in the room, you know? I really think they're going to try and pull this again with another version of this and they've absolutely, probably feel absolutely. like they probably believe that they have it now refined for the next round. You know, Bill Gates is already talking about this shit. They're going to pull this shit again, but I don't know. I can't tell which way the pendulum has swung. Have, have we maybe gone all the way now to the other side where people are done with bullshit like this? Or do we still have enough people in this minority group that are so vocal or their voice is so loud that they can just totally take over public discourse and what our politicians decide to do? Like, are we still there? I I can't really tell right now, you know? Yeah, it's really hard to say. It's hard for me to say because I'm in Chicago, so... Well, Chicago, in my opinion, is a great place to gauge where we are because, as you have always said, where Chicago goes, the rest of the country tends to roll. Yeah, but now it's fucking. They went nuts, dude. No, they went nuts. So now they they're just nuts. San Francisco. And, and that's what, <laughs> I don't know what happened here, man. I do got to tell you, there is a huge notice. It's like you can't even deny it now. The dr- the drop off and like business from the north side to the south side and like areas of Chicago are are dying. Yeah, you know? it's just getting. And what's funny is I was even talking about it with a guy like uh. The South Side, you know, was kind of just always kind of shitty, and it just didn't really get. You know, it got like a little bit worse, right? You know? yeah. <laughs> but it, it didn't really like everything. Pretty much stayed consistent over there, you know. Right. And like the thing was, the North Side was like really nice and everything, but now it's like there's just there's nothing up there, you know. Yeah. All these stores. It got to the point where I started noticing they're not taking the names off the windows and shit, so these stores are empty. But they're just leaving some shit in there, wow. like the name on the thing. Wow. You know? But it's fucking empty. Yeah. That's Whole so, block. That's like dystopian. <laughs> Depressing. Yeah, dude. I'm telling you. It used to be like, you, you know, you're driving down like Milwaukee Avenue. Right. You, you start to notice all the empty, uh, empty storefronts, man. Well, uh, have you seen those pictures online of people on empty flights to New York? You know? No. Are you serious? Yeah, man. Who wants to go to New York? I like Emma and I were planning future trips based around whether or not, you know, 
they're doing these vaccine passport things because I just totally object to the idea of having to show your papers. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, why would you go? Why would you go? I mean, no. There's places where you don't have to deal with that. That's, again, it's dystopian. It's 1984. That's Orwellian. You're talking. Plus, I don't think, I think they, I don't think they really realize the fact that like now, <clears throat> it's not only that I have to show my vaccine to go into your bar. Now I know everybody in that bar is some whiny little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I do not want to go in there and, like, you know, listen to some drunk guy talk about how Bernie Sanders would have saved the world, you know? Like, <laughs> if we just did communism. I don't know. I I find it interesting, though, like, that you're telling me your boots on the ground there in downtown Chicago, and you're essentially saying, hey, look, these these vaccine policies have do you, ter- do you know where turned I've Chicago been go- to a ghost town. Dude, you know where I've been going? So much. I'm not even joking. My fucking ass is hurting, man, from driving so much. <laughs> I've been driving all, almost like three, four times a week now to Indiana. Indiana is fucking popping, man. There's always jobs there, and now I'm making more money in Indiana than I am in Illinois. I, I'm not just saying that. That's just there's more jobs, and you. <laughs> The people could actually, you know, they're not millionaires, but I mean, they could afford, you know, a new water heater without doing, without doing 18 months financing, you know? I think we're at the cusp of a great migration of communities and people where they're going to essentially leave these major metropolitan areas with these insane draconian rules and ideas, and they're going to go to places where you could just kind of live your life like a free American, you know? And yeah. Shockingly, I think there's a lot of people in this country who kind of want to live, you know, like a free American. They don't want to show their uh, digital passport to enter in their favorite bar, you know. Right. Uh, I think it's absurd. Wear a mask to to go on the subway or the fucking L train. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the kids, man. We always talk about the kids, dude. They want their kids yeah. to just be able to go to school. You know, free and easy, man. You know. It's and, and man, you move to a, t- a place you're you're paying taxes. You got kids. You want to know that fucking school is going to be open. I'm not going to close <laughs> it just because the teachers union decides they need five weeks of vacation on top of their summer vacation on top of all their holidays. You know what I mean? Like the the every dude, the teachers get so much, and every year they find more to protest about. I don't I don't even understand, dude. Go go be a fucking apprentice plumber for six months. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, man, that's hard work and hey look being a teacher is really hard work you know when you sign up to be a teacher it's because you're supposed to be a special breed of person who is willing to make that sacrifice and work really hard to sculpt the future of america you're not supposed to be there to make them woke man you're supposed to teach them some history math you're also not there to be a millionaire and an instagram famous fucking whatever (laughs) you know you're there to be a teacher well honestly fucking teach Hey, look, man, they changed the criteria for becoming a teacher about 20 years ago, and uh, it's been a downward spiral since. And I think... Did they really? Yes, absolutely. They did the No Child Left Behind program back in the early 2000s. Oh, yeah, fucking Bush. That was hey, so stupid. Hey, I don't care your political so background. I think everyone can agree Bush fucked a lot of shit up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> one thing, okay, one thing we could all agree on, the Bushes do not know how to raise children. <laughs> when Jeb is your shining example, all right, buddy, let's... Uh, uh. It's funny, Bush is one of those guys, I feel like, on both sides of the aisle, I've listened to a lot of, you know, liberal and conservative podcasting, and it, it seems kind of universal that people look back and with disdain in the Bush era. Like, that was kind of a really bad political time for America. Because yeah. the 90s, were so, we went in so good. I mean, there was the bubble bust of, you know, uh, right. the, but the tech market or whatever. Yeah, but, but I mean, but, dude, we we went into the his presidency so good. It was the Trump, like the Trump pres or the Biden presidency. You know what I mean? Like everything was going so good, and then you took over and you fucked it up so bad. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's crazy. And and the thing with the war in Iraq and Afghan, like he really was. You know, I don't know. No, what are you saying? That's a touchy subject. That's a touchy, touchy one, subject. but you know. <laughs> 
I think that's his legacy, unfortunately, for the I guy. Think that's the, and the, yeah, and that's the problem is he was talked into going into these wars that were clearly for profit, not for anything to do with the attack on America. You know, I, I, uh, that's well, just my opinion. Well, hey, I mean, Bush kind of is this like now that we look back politically, is Bush a Clinton style almost moderate? You know, or like a war hawk kind of. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, or does Bush align with the modern day Republicans at all? I really don't think he does. You know, do do modern day or like his presidency? Does the modern day Republican like uh side with like, Bush uh as far as yeah. just policy wise? And you know, I don't know. It's weird. Like, are so here's my question. I guess is Trump. And a Trump supporter, kind of the new age Republican, and that Republican, does that kind of mesh at all with the old school kind of Bush Republicans? You know, I wonder. It's kind of strange. I, no, because no, because Bush never had that like base. You know what I mean? You got to remember, everybody before Obama wasn't a celebrity president. They were just the guy that nobody cared about. <laughs> you know what I mean? Except for when his time was over, and then it was a new election. You know what I mean? Well, I'm curious. Like, are Republicans warhawks? Because Trump was not, well, and that's why, if you're a Trump supporter, I yeah, feel like you're not think, a warhawk. I think nowadays you can't be on either side because it just gets revealed. The Clintons know. are warhawks, famously. Yeah, they are. So is dude. Uh, uh, Obama probably, has yeah. a fantastic kill uh, notch on his belt uh, account. One of the best. <laughs> with the, the drones, man. He killed more people with drones than any president in U.S. history. Trump did, I mean, they did some serious shit, too, though. I mean, he wasn't all peaceful because they were doing, they still carried out the drone strikes. There was still the war in Afghanistan. He dropped the Moab, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. So, he had to drop the biggest, right? He had to, you know what I mean? Like that's what I'm saying. Like he wasn't no angel either. He just didn't start any new new conflicts. He just carried on all the old ones, you know. And that's the funniest part is Joe Biden ended Afghanistan, but then he kept everything else going. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, all the other shady wars that nobody knows about. That's where you're, you know, whatever. That's a weird. Well, so is war then? Is that the I'm now going to distract from my other failure? Is that just what it that's is? What I was, well, Do we well, now that's have? What I was thinking. Like when we were talking about Bush and like, right? Maybe they're just looking at nine eleven and they're like, oh man, go to we got to get a war. To <laughs> <Yeah. the drugs." laughs> war. Get it going, it, baby. Look, look what it did for Bush. Man. It could help anybody, man. Hey, Clinton did the same thing when he got caught and his dick sucked in the Oval Office. Man, he went right for bombing Bomb Kosovo. Kosovo. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Dude. <laughs> like right after he nutted, like, uh, uh, Bomb Kosovo. Bomb Kosovo. <laughs> Throw away that blue dress, baby. Nobody tell Hillary. <laughs> She'll kick my ass. All right. <laughs> so it kind of does seem like, I mean, let's, if we really look through the, you know, through the past several presidencies, is there the a president in no our lifetime that hasn't bombed another country to distract from the news cycle? <laughs> well, to distract from the news cycle, I don't know, but. Has the, the when that's a great question. When was the last president that didn't bomb another country? You know, man, no drone strikes, no bombs. I would argue there hasn't been one since before the world wars. <clears throat> since before there were bombs, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the only presidents that didn't were the ones that had no bombs. We had yeah. we had uh, miniature bombs in the Civil War, and we bombed ourselves. Right. I'm not talking about cannonballs. I'm talking about yeah, like, bombs, know. serious bombs. So yeah, like have, you're, you're since the out. invent of uh, since we invented bombs, like have have we ever not Has bombed there been a someone? That's no, a really that's a, I, yeah I feel like that's because it's deep crazy. Question. It's crazy to think because it's like four year increments. You know, I'll even give you in one term. Yeah, that's I'm even thinking just term. term. Yeah, four years. Just one term, four years. I you know I I feel like at you know probably Clinton <clears throat> maybe went one term maybe. Like a ninety-two to ninety-six, I bet he didn't bomb anyone, and then he probably had to start bombing in the second term when he started getting those. No, you know? because Wooden was uh, 
wasn't there something in Africa that happened in the early? Yeah, 90s? that's why I'm racking my brain too. I feel like yeah, I, every four <laughs> I was years. So young. I feel like if I can look back every four years, there's some point where we've bombed another country in some form of another. It's like every midterm. Yeah, every midterm cycle. <laughs> we got every March before the midterm, somebody's getting bombed. <laughs> we got to distract quick, bomb them. <laughs> it just it, it's and you know what's funny is the public, they're goldfish, man. Their memories are like shorter than even like a year. So like. We, oh, yeah. You know, right. look how fast the news cycle's changed in six months, right? It's oh, been... yeah. Just a, dude, you said it earlier uh, in this cast. The uh, like, Remember when we were talking about Joe Rogan? That was like two weeks ago, dude. <laughs> dude, seriously, the entire world hated... They were at war with Joe Rogan. Joe, Joe Rogan was the warrior, him and his 11 viewers. They're the enemy. And then, <laughs> and then, then just switched. Like, it, it's crazy. Not even it's switched, crazy. man. He's gone. Like, he's not even in the yeah. news. He disappeared with Fauci. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're hanging on the beach somewhere, enjoying no cameras. Frank, I never hang out with Joey Rogan, okay? <laughs> <laughs> he's from Boston. You know how they are. <laughs> Yo, I, I, got a little, uh, I got a little DeSantis on Fauci. So what, what I love about this clip, by the way, it's from the same clip that the news media went bonkers on about uh desantis bullying the high school kids behind him to take off the mask oh my god yeah so if you want to know why they had to focus on that it's because desantis immediately after that said this think about what they've done fauci is in the witness protection program now (laughs) they don't want him out they no they've never supported any If if you listen to them they never supported all these policies that were so destructive. <laughs> now it's like, you know, we all want to be like Florida. All of a sudden, yeah. man, nothing has changed. There's been no change in the underlying science. The ineffectiveness of those policies was apparent long ago. The destructiveness of those policies was yep. apparent yep. long yeah. ago. And they were the ones that were dipping their nose into Florida's business last summer saying that two-year-old kids needed to be forced masks when they leave the house, saying that school children had to wear masks for eight hours a day. Now they act like that was something they didn't support, and they're saying that you don't do it. They actually said two weeks ago that everyone at the the speech had to have a N95 (laughs) mask. Then they changed it. How did the science change in two weeks? It changed. It didn't change. They changed that because they knew it would be a terrible visual to have all these people there suffering oh, no. in mass, oh, no. socially distant, while the rest of the country is out living Ron, their they're lives. So I'm glad that I think it was because of politics. I don't think this was a, a legitimate oh, no. conversion. I think they're getting negative polling, and I think most oh. Americans associate these never-ending no, restrictions right. with their administration and, and oh. like-minded governors and mayors. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. We are not the worthy. Only person. We are not yeah. worthy. Oh, my. Dude, run for 20. Just run. Just do it. 2024. The, the only death in America by a knee on the neck in the past four years has been Ron <laughs> killing the Democrats with his <laughs> knee on their neck. <laughs> oh, that fucking speech right there. Holy Jesus crap. Jesus fucking Christ. Dude, he owns yes. them. Dude, that was literally right at like seconds after when he like walks up and he goes, hey guys, take off those masks. This is political theater. You don't have to wear them. If you want to wear it, that's your choice, but I don't yeah, think you, you need to ahead. and you've been lied to this whole time. And literally, uh, I would say uh, eight out of the 10 kids behind him take off the mask with huge smiles on their face. They're all laughing about yep. it. Not according to The View or any of the other fucking news channels you listen to. According to them, uh, he bullied the kids. And, you know, <laughs> even, uh, dude, I don't have the clip, but uh, The Daily Show did a whole, you know, cl- uh, segment. I'm on, sure they did. On bullies oh. and bullies being against guys like Ron DeSantis bullying kids. And, oh, oh, dude, God. it's, oh, of course, dude, of course, man. Man, they have to play oh, into that narrative. God. I mean, he's got such a great point because Ron DeSantis didn't want the mandates, right? Yeah. Nobody in his party wanted the mandates, but we had mandates. So who wanted these mandates? Right? Democrats now can't say you don't want these fucking mandates. Right. Uh, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> but that's fucked up. Yeah, that's fucked up with the bullying. Do you see... Uh, I forgot who it was. They had that one of the kids on, and he was like sitting next to his mom. And his yeah, mom one of the kids like, who stayed masked, I imagine. 
Right. No, no. One of the kids that took the mask oh, off. Oh, beautiful. Yes. And his mom was saying that Ron DeSantis pressured him. And she was like, this authority figure. This told my son not to. Like, bitch, it's not going to kill you with COVID, man. COVID's over. It's over. It's f- man. And maybe the problem with what happened with the COVID narrative is we didn't have more authoritative figures standing up and saying, hey, you know what? This is theater. Don't wear this mask. Okay, this and is saying bullshit. the truth and yes. saying the truth, you know. We needed more Ron DeSantis's in this country. Oh, if only. Unfortunately, if only there our was one. Fat ass Pritzker was a Ron DeSantis. Illinois <laughs> wouldn't be fucking dying right now. <laughs> yeah, but Pritzker's probably on the out. There's no way Illinois wants to bring Pritzker back in. There's just absolutely no oh, way. Oh, dude, I didn't mean to take it to Illinois, but uh, speaking, our governor race is coming up. Right. And, uh, right. Right now, this guy who's looking really good is uh he's the mayor of aurora and he's a black guy who said fuck no to blm fuck no defund the police he gave more money to the police of aurora and he kept all that riffraff <laughs> out of his fucking city Excellent. you know what i mean yeah i don't know if you remember aurora you know, i Wayne's do world. yeah that's right <laughs> and uh, it really wasn't the best city but he really did a great job of just bringing it back and they really you know they were hit by COVID like everybody else, but not as bad as the other cities. So I, he's got a real good shot. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. You know, I think if you're, regardless of the party that you're running with, if your message is, I'm going to clean up this town, uh, I, you know, I support it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, we need more politicians like that. You know, I, yeah, I'm, I'm tired of your message being based on feelings. Like we were kind of talking to earlier oh, with Walensky. Like, I don't want you to lead on feelings. I want you to lead on pragmatism and what makes sense and what's going to make this city run more efficiently and draw more businesses in. And you know what? Your mandates, your draconian rules and your, your outlandish COVID restrictions, these things uh, drive business out of the city. And the proof is in yes. the pudding, Mike, right? Like, you and, know. And, and nothing drives them out more than crime. Yes. You know what I mean? Absolutely. If, if, oh, I'm so pissed about what they're doing with Chicago, man. There's like this Aldi that moved out, right? Right. So now the city's, the city's going to pay for it, and they're going to like run this like city-funded mart, like food place on the west side like <laughs> fucking people they don't need a city funded food mart they need an aldi's and aldi's needs you to pay for cops to keep the fucking neighborhood safe you know what i mean <laughs> like aldi had to leave because they were spending more money on fucking security guards than cashiers and they were still getting robbed every day you know what i mean like yeah yeah don't buy the food mart buy more cops that's your job aldi's is the food mart they'll be the food mart once you have cops you know, get rid of the crime. It's 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 crazy. That is crazy. You're just gonna spend money on f- buying this place. You're gonna spend money on fixing it up. You're gonna stock it, and then they're gonna fucking rob it <laughs> because you didn't you didn't spend the money on fixing the community around this one dilapidated building. It's not the building. It's the fucking community around it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. You you need to do something with the community. You have to introduce uh, policies that aren't allowing felons to be arrested and then released immediately. Yes. It, <laughs> it starts with the crime. It has to be a safe place. Before it's safe, nothing's going to change. You know what I mean? Yeah, and how do you make it safe, Mike? Cops. <laughs> <laughs> you put more cops on the street. That's what you need is boots on the ground. You know? And, and that's the only, there's no other way. It's- you start locking them up. tough on crime i know it's nobody wants to hear but you start locking them up and pretty soon they're going to get the message and people are you know as the neighborhood gets safer because the real you know the guys are locked away well then it it starts to get cleaner and then other guys don't get drawn into that life and it just you know kind of fills itself out i really (laughs) i wonder if maybe going forward this will be kind of the message received by the voters you know, like, hey, you know, we got a lot of empty storefronts. We have a lot of crime. Uh, maybe, and you talked about this a long time ago, how it's not just getting more cops and funding more cops. It's actually getting local people to police their own neighborhoods where they live. Uh, yeah, so that way, the too. local cop hanging out there, he's 
taking care of his community, you know, and there's a more yeah. kind of, uh, you know, I'm not, and I'm not talking about feelings involved. I'm talking about more, <laughs> I have a personal vetted, I have uh, skin in the game here. I want my neighborhood to be clean. I want my neighborhood to be uh, free of crime. And uh, I'm going to do it in a way where I'm not inciting violence. You know, and I, I think. Well, plus it's it's easy to say fuck that pig when he's a white guy coming from the north side into exactly. the neighborhood, right? Yeah. It's harder to say it, you know, when it's Kevin that lived next to you your whole life. Yes. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That's, it's a it's a big difference. So it's easy to say that guy just arrested you because you're racist, but when it's you know a guy that you've you know in your neighborhood, that's a different story. Yeah, it's, I, it's a weird. <laughs> uh, no, you're right. The only, it's the only way you can fix it, and that's the city. That's what happened. The rapid decline is because you guys got rid of the cops. You, you, you tied their hands behind their back. You stopped them from doing their job. We locked up four cops. Four cops are in prison in Minnesota because one black guy had an overdose. Right? <laughs> and it was like, dude, that's not making our city safer. And then not only did we lock up four cops, you just let animals run wild in the street for the next year. Oh, you know, yeah, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. The best statistics, I, the best statistics right now. If you watch the news, crime this year is only up four percent from last year. <laughs> it went up like four hundred percent last year. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, what like, would you directly link to that? Listen, you cannot close opportunity. You close the schools, right? You closed a lot. You ruined a lot of lives. But not only that, like kids are out, they're home, they're running around. I don't know, man. It's 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 hard to. There's no like one thing. It's just everything they did. Well, I think you shut down it, a lot of stuff, and I think you screwed a lot of inner city families by shutting down schools for so long. And you know what? These health policies, not just schools, everything, dude. They shut down playgrounds. They shut down forest preserves, dude. What is that old saying? Oldest times, that idle hands are the devil's playground. Absolutely. You know. Yeah. And you just, yeah, young men with nothing to... Dude, it wasn't just in these bad neighborhoods. Was, every neighborhood saw upticks in crime. Oh, yeah. Because you had young... Dude, what did we do when we had nothing to do? Broke into cars, stole cigarettes. You know what I mean? Like, did stupid shit. That's young, what you yeah. do. Absolutely. Yeah, young, young people do uh, bad things when they got nothing else to do. And they got no school. Especially young <laughs> men. Especially young men. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> they got too much energy. That's the problem. Yeah, well, this is all uh, due to... Uh, what's that lady? Uh, Azike? Ezeke, Ezeke. Yeah, I can't even say that fucking name. Ezeke ain't gonna be here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> she ruled over. She had dominion over the entirety of Chicago, apparently. Illinois, dude. She was like that. She she was the one that was like making the decisions for Illinois, and she was the one that was like always touting, "We got to get the death numbers down and the case numbers down." And then she just fucking admitted that it was all bullshit. Oh yeah, I actually have it right here, Mike. Oh, so. I just want to be clear in terms of the definition of people dying of COVID. So the case definition is, is very simplistic. It means at the time of death, um, it, it was a COVID positive diagnosis. So that means that if you were in hospice and had already been given, you know, a few weeks to live, and then you also were found to have COVID, that would be counted as a COVID death. It means that if... Um, Technically, if even if you died of a clear alternate cause, but you had COVID at the same time, it's still listed as a COVID death. So um, right there, everyone who <laughs> that's it, dude. That's it. You guys fucking lied, dude. That was the shit that we were saying for two years, yep. and you guys said no, that's not true. It was COVID. She just even if it was obvious you died from an alternate thing, we still counted as a COVID death, dude. You fucking, you fucking. You stupid fucking cunt. You scared my grandma for two <laughs> fucking years. Every day you went on that fucking TV and told my grandma she had to be too scared to go out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And now you're just, oh, uh, yeah. Again, we were, we were siding on optimism. Yeah. Fucking cunt. You dude. guys were lying. They've been lying the they whole time. They flat out lied she's, about and the she's deaths, admitting dude. it now. Absolutely admitting There's it. There's no way there was 900,000 deaths in America from COVID. Oh, we I guarantee you. 6 million worldwide today, I think they announced. Something like that. Uh, 6 million worldwide? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shocking. <laughs> out, of, out of 7 billion? All right. So let, me, <laughs> well, let me weep for that 0.1%. <laughs> listed as a COVID death doesn't mean that that was the cause of the death, but they had COVID at the time of death. I hope that's helpful. 
Yeah, I hope that's helpful, Mike. So how's she doing yeah. now, actually, is my A question. A big announcement today from the doctor who led Illinois through the COVID-19 pandemic. Good evening and thanks for watching. I'm Mark Wealth. And I'm Shelby Roberts. After more than two years at her post, the head of the state public health, Dr. Ngozi Azike, has now decided to step down. From our Capitol <laughs> Newsroom, most of Azike's entire time at the head of the department was dominated by COVID-19. Oh, yeah. Governor J.B. Pritzker initially <laughs> asked I think, it, I think she's got to go back to elementary school to learn how to count. A year later, and the pandemic <laughs> changed everything. For two years, Azike was in charge of running the Department of what Public happened, Health man? through the largest and longest public health crisis in the state in decades. Azike, uh, on several occasions, spoke openly about her. I don't what happened? Yeah, it sounds like a lot of bad news is coming out here. Here's a. As Tony Fauci comes to terms with his fall from gay grace, some <laughs> members of Congress are still doing their jobs. Representative Chip Roy of Texas. You, did you think I was going to do this whole time without Tony Fauci, our boy? Come on, Chip Roy. Tony Baloney. He just asked the CDC to turn over data on COVID hospitalizations that they've been withholding. Congressman Chip Roy of Texas joins us now. You know, when I was a prosecutor, we had to pursue the facts. And that's one of the things that the CDC and Anthony Fauci, as you just so eloquently kind of led into this, uh, they want to sweep the facts under the rug. I want to talk about the crimes against humanity that has been perpetrated by Anthony Fauci, the CDC, and the federal government against the American people. I want to talk about the dead Americans, people who had myocarditis, people who had a reaction to the vaccine. I want to talk about the Americans who have lost their job because of vaccine mandates, whether they are military or healthcare workers or maybe a Border Patrol agent, federal worker, who have been forced to lose their job if they didn't take a jab. I want to talk about the children who can't actually enunciate their words because they now need speech therapy or they had mental yeah. health issues or we've got drug Crazy. addicts, people who have died because they've right. you know, had mental health issues. I can go down the list after list. When are we going to have accountability for Anthony Fauci? Look, yep. he's missing right now for one reason and one reason only. The Democrats are looking at the polls. It wasn't dead Americans that made Democrats move. It right. wasn't dead Americans that made Fauci go away. It was polls. And I want to hold Anthony Fauci accountable. And if you're watching this, Dr. Fauci, yes. look out. Because when the Americans yes. give us control in the House of Representatives, God willing, we're going to get some answers on behalf of the American people. <laughs> oh, man. I'm rock hard, Mike. I think that's incredible, <laughs> dude. Oh, yeah, I have a patriot boner for that situation right there. I really think that that is uh, yeah, Dr. Kiss. Fauci is gonna he's gonna go up there and he's just gonna plead the fifth on everything and he's gonna be fine. You really think so? You don't think we get Absolutely. a little Nuremberg Nothing. two electric Nothing. boogaloo? No. Nope. Nope. They did it all with the best interest, Frank. It was all for your best interest, <laughs> you know. So. I'm excited, yeah. man. I think uh, uh, I, I, I hope I hope I hope something comes of it. I really hope they go after him, and I hope they get him. But I don't see Doctor. F I I just see all these people disappearing. You know, they're all going to resign. Doctor Fauci's going to retire. They're all just going to disappear. Nothing's ever going to happen to him. And you know, if you gave your shot to your five-year-old kid, I, I and he got fucked up. I really hope you learned your lesson on trusting the government. You know, these people do not have your best interest. In mine, you know what I mean, man. I, I'm. I, you really think uh, so? I in my head, I have kind of the two scenarios being: we get the Nuremberg two electric boogaloo, my favorite, or uh, <laughs> I think we get um, in fifteen years, ten years, uh, the news report hits that Tony Fauci has passed away silently in his sleep, and um, they remember him and all this stuff. And he has a complicated legacy and whatnot. And uh, we just never, it, it just gets swept under the rug and forgotten through time. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. I swear to God, he's just going to disappear. Man. That's what, they, that's what happens. That's heartbreaking. You, you know what I'm really disappointed of? is They, uh, they were going to come out with that documentary. Yeah, Fauci? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it came out, man. Remember, oh, it's it? why they ended the thumbs down in YouTube. <laughs> oh, no, no. They were going to do another one. Oh, another one? Uh, not, or not a documentary. I forgot what it was. They were, it was like a... Uh, I forgot what it was. Yeah. Weren't they coming out with another one? Dude, I, I'm telling uh, you, the fall of Fauci, I feel like they have to blame it on him. Like, he has to take the bullet. 
Like they're going there's going to have to be someone that takes no, there the is hit. no there is no there is no bullet. Who's shooting the gun? <laughs> there's nobody to there's, there's nobody to be held accountable to. You know? You're saying if you, Frank, if you if you think Fauci should be held accountable, well that's because you're a fucking Donald Trump voting traitor who probably supported <laughs> January sixth, then you should be kicked out of this country. Right. Why are we even listening to you? You know what I mean? And if you're on the left, you don't want to admit that you were foolish enough to follow Dr. Fauci, so you're just going to let him disappear. Yeah. So who's who's gonna who's going after him? Who cares? By the time the Republicans take over, we just got done talking about like the how fast the news cycle goes. Right. By the time the if the Republicans win the midterms, that's November. They don't take over until January. <laughs> God only knows what we're going to be talking about in January, dude. <laughs> Me and you can't even decide what we're going to talk about on Sunday, on Friday. <laughs> 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 you know? like-